This is 680 CJOB. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. Have you ever thought about owning a restaurant or creating your own food and beverage product? Those who do it really make it look sexy from the outside, but the fact of the matter is it's a ton of work. It's a tough industry to succeed in, and those that are succeeding don't do it without help. Enter Dave Shambrock, Executive Director of Food and Beverage Manitoba. So first, let's talk about what Food and Beverage Manitoba is, and Dave, welcome to The Main Ingredient. Kevin, thanks for having uh, me here, and uh, delighted to uh, to tell you a little bit about the organization. So we've been around, we're in our 26th year of operation, and, oh. and we're in one of those support agencies to the industry. We're a not-for-profit trade association, um, and uh, we, we do a lot of different programs to help well, companies of all sizes, but we're really focused on entrepreneurs, uh, small business owners that are trying to establish their their business or grow it through, uh, you know, different uh, uh, distribution channels and that sort of thing. Okay, you are an anomaly to me because most of the guys that I know that went to school for one thing are not doing anything related to that at all, yet you have been in the food industry pretty much, you know, for like the last, what, 20, 30 years. It's been a while, but I was destined to do it. My uh, my dad and my grandparents uh, all owned food businesses. They were in the baking industry. Really? Since, yeah, my grandfather, oh man, he's he was, uh, I, I don't even know when he came over to Canada, but he had a small bake shop in uh, on uh, Salter Avenue. My dad had a, a couple of bakeries on Ellis Avenue in the corner of Sherbrooke and Westminster. So it was in my blood, you know, yeah. that, that smell of fresh baked goods. I mean, I, I work in a lot of different industries now, but I still have this weak spot in my uh, heart and head and stomach when I walk into a bakery of any sort. Smell is everything, right? Smell oh, takes you right back to where you remember it the most. Yeah, you got Instantly. it, man. And, and food in particular, right? Food is such a unique thing. It's a social thing. We need it, obviously, to keep keep. Uh, keep alive and all the rest of it, but it's a uh, food is one of those things that really unifies people. So it's got a special place in a lot of uh, a lot of communities and a lot of ethnic uh, cultures for sure. For sure. Okay. So when was it created and why? Okay, we went. Oh my heavens, we uh, were created <laughs> back in 1991 or two. Just started informally, companies uh, getting together on their own and saying, you know what, uh, we we need to do a better job of promoting our industry and our products to Manitobans. And so we were created, uh, there was 22 founding companies. And one of the first things we started doing was was promoting these Manitoba companies to restaurant owners and to grocery stores, anyone who'd listen. So if, if you think about what I'm saying, we've been doing by local programming or, or or activities way before it started to become trendy. Totally. Back it's a, then, it's a fact 90s, of life now, right? Yeah, 90s, it wasn't, you know, it was like yeah. foreign to buy, yeah. buy so, here. So I give a lot of credit to those those industry folks that recognize that more and more people were starting to question, you know, where's my food come from and how is it processed and how is it grown and all the rest of it. And uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll give those those, those visionaries the, the, uh, the credit because they were way ahead of their time. For sure. Okay, so when it first started, how many members were there? 22 companies. And what was, re- we were really lucky. Yeah, we were really lucky because the the companies that came together were some big companies, uh, you know, big multinational companies. From the start, you had big, you had a few yeah, big companies from the know, start? Because it was really interesting. Um, it, it's, a, it's a McCain uh, French fry plant now in Carberry, Manitoba, for example. Yep. Years ago, it was owned by a different company. 
And one of the things that when these these folks from these co- the companies started to come to some of the meetings we were we were doing, they're saying, you know what, we want to we want to feel like we're plugged into the industry. What's going on? We want to talk with other processors. You know, if there's a, an issue going on, can we? Uh, work together to find solutions. Mm-hmm. And that's industry helping industry, and mm-hmm. that's just a positive thing. So they were very supportive of uh, this humble, you know, small organization getting started. So it was, it was neat. And at the same time, we had some entrepreneurs who, uh, one, one person I always give credit, she was our founding president, uh, Linda Pizzi from Pizzi's Ingredients uh, now. Uh, she, man, she put a lot of sweat equity into helping the association get get started. So we had we had that mix right from day one. Big companies, small, everything in between, and uh, a lot of people that donated time to help it get going. Right. I guess not not only was it valuable for for people to get together to learn how to promote um, Manitoba companies to Manitobans, yeah. but the information sharing between each other must have been Man, huge. Man, you nailed it right there. That's one of the biggest things. Like today, fast forward to where we are now, right? Three hundred and fifty company members, uh, so to speak. One of the, the the biggest things that happens at our networking events, and we do golf tournaments and holiday receptions and that sort of thing, is when people come and they start meeting each other. And you know what? They don't talk about competitive issues, obviously, mm-hmm. but there's lots of things where they can help each other. So we really find that natural mentoring goes on. A company that's been in in, uh, in in the business for three years knows so much that they can share with a company that's just starting up three months into it and back and forth. So it's it's one of the biggest things we, uh, I think, provide that forum for the industry. For sure. Kevin Bergen's going to open a restaurant. I'm all gung-ho. I've, I've been to my local restaurants. I can do that. I think it's all sexy. Yep. I open it up and realize there's a bit of work it's, here. It's challenging. This is one of the most complex industries there is. If you look at you know the regulatory framework, you look at how demanding consumers are in terms of food, and then you look at food itself, right? How many products can you think of that as soon as you make it, just the natural essence of what it is, it starts self-destructing on you? Right, right. right. So, yeah. so you have to know what you're doing. So there's a lot of skill that goes into that. There's a lot of uh, technology behind it. So we do a lot of training courses on food safety programs, on new technologies, on new packaging materials. And on regulations, right? The, the regulatory framework in Canada is very, it's very robust and, and it provides a, a huge safety network for you and I as consumers, mm-hmm. but it's a very complex system. So we, we work with our member companies to help them understand what the regulatory framework is, mm-hmm. what things they need to have in place. As you just pointed out, you start off for your business. What do I need to do to, to, to be, uh, uh, running my business, manufacturing, you know, safe, wholesome products, and then complying with all of the licensing and uh, such agreements. So there's a lot of information that we try to uh, pass on through uh, resource materials, through training programs, and that sort of thing. It would probably be way more beneficial for someone to start with you guys from the from the jump, like from the beginning, yep. instead of you, you've opened it up, realize I'm doing a bunch of things wrong, and then try to, you know go backwards and learn from from that, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm a little bit biased, obviously, but I think so. uh, Our board of directors has always said, you know what, our membership dues are going to be structured so that that that, uh, fee or that cost is not going to be a barrier for a a company to to plug into us and get connected to all these resources. So that's the way we take it. So for any startup, I mean, I recognize, you know, $50, $100 is important when you're starting business, but I think it's a good investment and there's payback, uh, very quickly. Um, just quickly back to the training programs. We're, we, you know, for the last 24 or five years now, we've been administering money on behalf of the provincial government for investments in training. Mm-hmm. Our, the Manitoba government has always been very, very supportive of education and skill upgrading. So when we 
do these training courses, right, through the funding support, we can subsidize an individual company coming to a food safety course, for example. So if the training fee should be $300, uh, it might be $200 or $150, and the other uh, portion of that is covered through the funding. So it's if you think about it, as soon as you sign up to be a member, you take one course, if you will. Yeah, it's paid for. It's, it's paid for. Yeah, exactly. That's gravy. Okay, we're going to take a little break. I'm talking with Dave Shambrock from Food and Beverage Manitoba, and we're going to talk about technology. We're going to talk about how technology has changed. You've been around for a while and seen you know decades worth of changes, so we're going to talk about some of that when we come back. Looking forward to it. All right, you're on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here. I'm here with Dave Shambrock, who is the Executive Director of Food and Beverage Manitoba. I was asking you, in between in between recording, in between the break, can people who are not in, in business at the moment, I don't have a restaurant, I don't have a product, but I'm thinking about it, you know, and I want to know the ins and outs, maybe some of the pitfalls of the, or the information that I need to get started. Do people approach you like that? Absolutely. And, you know, one of our, well, I'm, I'm going to say our best uh, membership recruitment process right now is other members. People that are connecting with other people and, and and making those sorts of referrals. So absolutely, you know, and actually we've we've really I think enhanced the way we handle those kinds of uh, first meetings. Uh, it used to be that maybe I would meet with the entrepreneur or the, or the business owner or, or one of my other staff. But what we do now, when we know we've got somebody that's coming in for the first time, they're trying to figure out, you know, is this a business I want to look at? We bring the whole team together. Is that right? So I bring, you know, I, I try to make sure I'm there. I bring in my uh, marketing program manager, my training program manager. I'm fortunate to have a person on staff that specializes in human resources and all the, the uh, those regulations. We bring in and we kind of do this, um, you know, here, we're going to tell you what we do. Here's the services. And then we want to hear what your business is, uh, what you're trying to do. We, we absolutely uh, make sure everyone is under, it's 100% confidential. We don't share any of that with anybody. We have to operate that, but we make sure they're understanding. And then, you know, we do this back and forth about here, here's my business concept. And, and it's not us being the experts, but we, when you work with as many companies as we have over the years, right, you kind of start to understand what works and doesn't work. Fully. So we try to give some of the, that benefit. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, it's just good information for them, but other times it's been really thought provoking and help them um, uh, rethink the business or whatever. For me, I'll be honest with you, when we go through that process, typically... Uh, those companies or those those f- folks end up taking a membership out right away. Yep. So you know that's good for us, but even better, it I think we're we're showing them that we're sincerely there to try and help them figure out their business option. Are there times when you're talking to somebody and realize maybe this is not for you? Yeah, you know what? And uh, yeah, as you said, we were talking between the, the break here that you know sometimes we're doing maybe the best thing we can do and helping that person understand, you know what, you've got a great product idea, for example, but you know, you just really don't have the the finances in place to be able to get you through that first year. And that's really critical because there's such a significant investment required for your, your, your product, for your packaging, for your, your marketing materials and all the rest of it. And it might take, uh, you know, six, eight, 10 months before you actually get some of your first sales. Mm -hmm. How are you going to get through that period? Right. Right. And uh, so, so sometimes you can help them realize that if they haven't uh, planned out far enough ahead. What do you think some of the biggest challenges are for restaurant owners in Manitoba in present day? 
Okay, for a lot of the restaurant owners, I mean, um, it's a very competitive business. It's it's like the food and beverage, you know, manufacturing sector. It, there's very very thin margins, and, and there's a lot of uh, not a lot of room to uh, to 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 make mistakes, if you will. So the the real challenge right now is to satisfy consumer demand. Consumers want everything when it comes to food, right? Mm-hmm. They want uniqueness. They want flavor. They want good value. They want everything. So how do you do that? And and uh, so so that that's the real challenge. And what we're there's there's kind of a in the food and beverage manufacturing uh, uh, industry, if you will, there's kind of two two streams now. You've got big companies getting bigger and lowering their costs to be able to you know fill you know larger uh, market opportunities. At the other end, this is where it's really exciting. There's a real opportunity for smaller niche companies with unique products. That are really different. They they could be ethnic products or some some different uh, combination of flavors, but but something unique. They can charge a premium, and there's a growing uh, segment of the market that will pay a premium for something that's unique. So we've got these this kind of s- duality, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, of of the market opportunity, and that's uh, again some of the value we can help at times. Uh, help companies figure out. Okay, do I want to be mainstream kind of products and 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 duke it out with the big companies, or do I want to really establish myself with some unique properties to my to my to my food and then uh, position myself accordingly in the industry? Right, that'd be kind of a hard question to ask yourself because maybe you're maybe you want to do that, but your product doesn't dictate that. Yeah, you know, you're right, and and sometimes you know we're our biggest known enemies, right? When we we can't see the forest for the trees, or however you want to say it. So sometimes somebody that's impartial and, and is just trying to reflect some of the the realities of what they're seeing, uh, if the if the person on the other end is open to those uh, new ideas or a different way of looking at it, mm-hmm. it can be a really uh, a, a positive experience. Right, because it's not like you're in it to make money. You're just in it to, to, to help the whole industry as a, like as a yeah, whole. Yeah, you right? know what? Yeah, you nailed it again, uh, Kevin. We're, we're really uh, – you can look at us as an economic development agency, if you will, right? We, we, we have a vested interest in helping the entire industry grow, expand, sell more, hire new employees and all the rest of it. That's what we're, we're here for. Technology. Technology has changed so much in the last 20, 30, even in the last five years. Yep. You know what I mean? You have uh, things like uh, Instagram and all sorts of food shows that kind of have uh, have people really, you know, information sharing so people really know what goes into certain products or how things are made and everybody has an opinion on something. How has that changed the food and beverage industry? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's even changed our association, how we do things, and we're not, I would say we're not up to speed on some of these issues. But again, the the, uh, the smaller companies, they're very tech savvy, and they're comfortable with this, and they're they're finding new ways to connect with their, with their customers, mm-hmm. and that's really exciting. And that word of mouth, um, uh, you know, is, is truly staggering what, what difference it could make to some of these companies as they, they set up and, 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 and start selling. And uh, recruit new customers, mm-hmm. and that's wh- that's one of the unique things because uh, it's very challenging for a company to get a listing in a grocery store, for example. Right? right? Yeah. That's the it's big business. It's expensive real estate on those shelves and, and all the rest of it. But you know what? For some companies, uh, it might be a better strategy to be selling through different distribution channels, uh, uh, channels rather. Sorry, whether it's the farmers markets and and the craft stores and that sort of thing where you have that more one-on-one experience right there as a customer a consumer rather you get that one-on-one experience with a lot of people love right 
And that could be a very uh, a viable business. We have a lot of our members that uh, do very significant uh, industry, uh, sales through that. What about the smaller mom and pop shops that the technology is there? but they just don't know how to use it. They have a great product. You know, they have their loyal customers, but don't really have a chance to expand because they don't know how to use the, the free tools that are available to them and they don't have the money to pay for the other ones. Yeah, you know, and, and, and you know, back to what I was talking about earlier, so our, our training programs. We haven't done this yet, but we're actually taking a serious look at this right now. Um, you know, there's so many ways to, there are areas where companies need training, the technology, the uh, regulations, all the rest of it, but the social media tools that are available. It's like a job itself. It's a job itself. And you know what? We've been, we've had a look at, uh, is there a way that we can provide that service to these companies, right, on some kind of cost-sharing basis? We have somebody that's really, you know, tech-savvy and does this and does it well, right, for a number of, uh, for a number of companies. Right, yep. it's got to be somebody that's passionate about food and and is passionate about the technology behind it. But uh, yeah, we're we're taking a look at that. It's that's, it's absolutely fundamental to to business of all sorts these days. For sure, hundred percent. Because the first thing people do when they go to eat somewhere is, or they want to go and eat somewhere, they want to know what it's about. So they hit social media, they hit Instagram, they hit absolutely. Facebook, and they want to they want you know oh, like anywhere that can give a reference or pictures of what they're gonna go and eat and see. They, they hit it first, right? Absolutely. You got it. Okay. We're going to take a little break again and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about a couple. I got some questions to drill you with. I'm talking with Dave Shambrock, the executive director of Food and Beverage Manitoba here on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Kevin Bergen here. I am sitting with Dave Shambrock, the Executive Director of Food and Beverage Manitoba. For those maybe who just have joined us, maybe you can give a Coles Notes version of what it is again. Okay, absolutely. Uh, we're a trade association. We're, we exist to serve the needs of the food and beverage manufacturers uh, in the province, and we do that through our training courses. We do that through cooperative uh, marketing campaigns, a lot of the buy-local uh, programs you see in some of the grocery stores, we, we've been a huge part of that. And we do networking events to give uh, the companies, the the, the 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 CEOs and the entrepreneurs an opportunity to get together and, and uh, meet each other and learn from each other. I think that's super important. Because sometimes, you know, even though you're running a business that you know other people are running and it exists, when you're running the business day to day, you probably feel like you're on an island by yourself. You're the only person yep. that's working this hard. And all of a sudden you get together with like a couple hundred people that are doing what you're doing. And, you know, things are a little bit better just because you know that other people are grinding it out. Yep. They're sharing ideas. They're sharing resources. And and sometimes it's just a little bit of, uh, uh, well, as you said, uh, support on, through, a, through a tough time of the business. And uh, that's, you know, how do you place a, a value on that? It's huge. Let's talk about your memberships. You have three different kinds of yep. memberships, right? You have a full membership, an associate membership, and a student membership. So yeah, let's, let's so, talk about what the difference is between Yeah, them. what are they, right? Okay, so I, I don't like the, the word full member anymore. I, I don't know, just we might have to change it. But <laughs> You're that, a half Yeah, member. exactly, right? So I don't, <laughs> I, you know, 25 years ago it made sense. I'm not sure it's a good idea. No. Anyway, a full member is the food and beverage manufacturer, right? And it's... Uh, uh, you know, the big companies, the small companies, and, and as we were, we were talking earlier, the entrepreneur, the person that's wanting to get into the business, they're all, uh, you know, in the industry full members. The associate members, and this is kind of a key, I don't know, benefit of the organization, those are any kind of business uh, or agency that's there to serve the 
serve the industry. So it's companies that are in uh, label manufacturing, packaging material. Oh, company, I get it. Okay, I right, understand. Trucking right. companies. I may not be in the food industry, but I, I serve it. Yeah. And it, we even have um, lawyers and bankers and such that specialize in the food and beverage manufacturing industry. So really? They, they, oh, absolutely. So why do they do that? Well, it's a, uh, again, it's a great um, business development tool for them. So they come to our events and, uh, you know, they say, hey, yeah, I'm a member of the association. I, I do this and that. And, you know, if you've been in Manitoba for a while, you know, a lot of the business here, the way things are done, it's through relationships, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I meet you today, we exchange business cards and I, you know, I'm going to talk to you in the next couple of weeks or months, whatever it is, uh, about whatever my issue or need is. And uh, a lot of our, uh, that's why our networking events are so important because there's the, the, the amount of business that goes on at these uh, events is just is, is staggering. Uh, so that's the second class. And then the third one that we're, we're really trying to promote and do more with is the student membership. Mm-hmm. So anybody that's in a culinary program at uh, the Red River uh, uh, College or a university student in the food science department, foods and nutrition, that sort of thing, we... Uh, it's a very low cost. We, we encourage them to be members so they can come to our events and, you know, meet people in the industry. This is, you know, potentially future employers for them. Uh, and, and selfishly for us, for our members, this is a great way for these uh, our companies to meet their future employees, if you will. It's great both ways. It's it great for, for ways. these yeah. for future employees to get a job and find people that they may want to work for and vice versa, right? Yeah. So, so it's a great, uh, again, a networking tool, but, uh, you know, so we, we're, I think we're doing okay there, but it's, it's, it's one of those areas we could do more, you know, working more closely with the universities and the colleges and that, and, and, uh, do, do, do more of that kind of work. But, uh, well, there's only so many things we can do, right? For sure. You guys have a award ceremony coming up. The industry yeah, excellent pumped. awards. Yeah. Yeah. And Hey, you're going to be there. Thanks. Yeah, I am we're looking forward to it's that. It's going to be awesome, man. I'm going to know is. a ton of people there. It's going to yeah, be great. Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, it, it, and it's at the gates and it's going to be great food and all the rest of it. So what's it all about, right? Yeah. It, it's uh, it, you know, it's something we started off kind of small a couple of years ago, but we recognize, you know, um, it's one way to, to recognize the great companies and the great people in the industry. So we have different categories, you know, for a, a president's award that recognizes, you know, one of those individuals uh, that really goes above and beyond to be a spokesperson for the industry and is a leader and does great things in the community. We, we recognize companies that are growing, you know, uh, significantly and doing, um, uh, you know, great work a, a, as an employer of choice and all this kind of thing. And those are all, all nice awards. But the one, the, the one I get the most excited about is the Best New Product Award. Really? And this is, yeah, this is where companies... You know, we, we kind of stole some ideas from- It's almost like Rookie show. of the Year, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you know, we bring in a panel of uh, people that know the industry. They know food from a retail perspective or from a restaurant perspective, and they're our, our judges. Like mature members. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, some of them aren't so mature, but they're, they're all- <laughs> We're all immature. Come I'm on. not going to name a name, because, <laughs> but he knows who I'm talking about. Uh, but these are people that are absolutely passionate about uh, helping these people. So they come in and they do a pitch. They, they, they present their product like they would do if they're trying to get their product listed in a grocery store. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Huh? And then, uh, so they do that, and then uh, there's a Q&A period, and, you know, the judges go back and, and do their deliberation on the rest of it. Hang on, but, hang on. This takes place at the event? No, no. Or beforehand? We, we've already done that. Yeah, we've okay. done some of that work. All right. Yeah. I was about to go, that would be nerve-wracking, right? Yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, do that. In, it's bad enough to do it in, a, in front of a panel of four people, let alone uh, oh, yeah, whatever, we're going to have 150 people. people at the dinner. 
but uh, you know, the point I was going to make though is what what, ha- what what is really invaluable is once they get through that formality, there's this Q and A and discussion about the product, and the 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 judges, you know, we sort of handpick them and they've done it for a while for us. Is different ones we use. They they just naturally start coming up with some really neat ideas and suggestions. Oh, that's and that's you know what? Once again, it's that kind of. Uh, training edu- educational kind of approach so anyway long story short this year we had uh, eight or nine really neat diverse companies that participated uh we had it was always there's always what also i, I love it, there's always two or three products that just sort of rise to the top right and then the judges t- uh, you know they they literally take an hour two hours going through it and deciding who won is there a lot of they, back and forth maybe a bit of bickering um right? i would say well bickering is not the right word there, there's a lot discussion. of discussion. There's a lot of really good discussion. It's very creative and very supportive. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna announce all those uh, winning uh, winning companies and individuals uh, next week. That's awesome. Um, why do you think an event like this is important for everybody all around? You know, it, it helps celebrate the industry. You know, every this is, everyone works so hard, especially in, in our industry. Again, I'm a little bit biased, but I think it's good to kick back a little bit once in a while mm-hmm. and and sort of celebrate what some companies are doing and individuals what they've achieved. And again, especially for these startup companies to, they, they can really use this as a marketing tool, right? Mm-hmm. To say, you know, and I'm not trying to overstate the importance of our little award program, but to be able to say, you know, I, I was selected by the, this panel of experts as the best new product last year. Uh, you know, they can get some mileage out of that. And, and the, the ones that are kind of savvy marketers, they do that. And I'll, I'll share this with you too, in the room, we will have people as you know, uh, dinner guests or whatever, from the retail uh, grocery stores and from food service. And I can tell you right now that they make it a priority to be there to see these companies, meet them, and then talk to them pretty quickly to see about uh, you know possibly doing some business together. So that's the real purpose. That's what we're trying to do. It's like you're a junior team and you brought in the scouts to you know see if they can get in the big leagues, right? You know what? That's a, that's I haven't thought of that analogy. That's kind of yeah. works. Yeah, we, we we try to try to create these opportunities for these companies, right? Uh, but they got to make it work, right? Right? Uh, they they got to come to the you know with their A game, so to speak, and uh, they they typically do. Right. You you just give them the audience, and then they got to do the rest. Right? The audience that's- and and get them in front of uh, some people that can quite often be challenging to get in front of. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 the key, the the really uh, well to me that's the neat part of it. Hundred percent. Okay, so let's uh, let's give people some basic information. If I'm a if I'm a uh, maybe a future business or an existing food yep. and beverage business that wants to get a hold of you, how do I do that? Well, we've got like everyone else, we've got our website, and it's uh, www.foodbeveragemb.ca. I better think about that. Make sure I got it right. <laughs> uh, you know, phone, fax, and and you'll find us sort of thing. Come on down and, and uh, have a. Uh, you know, again, anyone who's interested in looking at this industry or this business to come and talk with us. And, you know, I'm, I'm talking all about what we do and, you know, that's that's okay. But also part of our job is to to provide a, I call it a pathfinding service. If there's other organizations, whether it's a funding group or a government agency that they should talk with, mm-hmm. that's part of our job too, is to make sure they're aware of who these people are that they should connect with. Perfect, Dave. Thanks for coming by, man. Well, thanks for having me, Kevin. It's just uh, been a pleasure chatting with you. I'm looking forward to uh, working with you next week. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna. It should be a good time, right? We're gonna have fun. (laughs) We better have fun. Yeah. (laughs) That's Dave Shambrock, the executive director of Food and Beverage Manitoba. This is the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. 
This is 680 CJOB.